Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our week, and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about teaching, so we're going to be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast so we don't have to worry about, you know, losing our jobs, because even though we bitch about them, we do love them. I'd like to give a shout out to all of the patrons who support us. You can go to Patreon and become a supporter of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, and here are some of the wonderful people that do. Big thank you to Rebecca L, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Misanthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kelsey, Nicole B, Shannon E, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F, James and Allie J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jen Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kim Nilly K, Kim K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ave Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Iron Swine, Noel R, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Amber H, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Red Violin, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Panties, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. That's right, for as little as five ten dollars a month, you can become one of our supporters and you get access to all kinds of bonus episodes, exclusive episodes, lost episodes, special interviews with the host and other guests, as well as watch parties and access to our amazing Facebook group. So you should do it now. Also, are you a theater teacher? Or do you know a theater teacher in your building? Or do you know someone who's been forced to put on a play by the director? Well, then you need to send those people to Lud Lamb Dramatics. That's right. Lud Lamb Dramatics is the only place where teachers who do theater can get resources for theater because if they go to the teacher store there is jack shit for theater there sure they can bastardize an art poster or history thing or something but there's really nothing so they need to go to Ludlam Dramatics and we need to support Ludlam Dramatics so they can keep up with all that good stuff alright my friends well, the school year has started. We're at episode 149. The big 150 is next week, and I actually have no plans because, man, I am flying by the seat of my pants through this summer and right now getting school started. So I'm doing the best I can, and I hope you guys are too. Just make sure you're taking care of yourselves. Relax, have a drink, pop a gummy, and, you know, enjoy the podcast. Cheers, my friends. All right, if you have a story or something you'd like to share with us, hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com, and we'll get back to you, and if we can, we'll include in the story. Now, enjoy the show. All right, folks, welcome to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Today, I am joined by Mama Chicken. So, Elvis, the other day, I saw a chicken crossing the road. It was (laughs) poultry in motion. <laughs> okay, that wasn't horrible. I, well, it is horrible, but I was amused by that. And also with us today, Mr. Count Chocolate. Yeah, and, and that's when I told that bitch to kiss my chocolate ass. <laughs> Good for you, sir. And last but not least, Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey guys, well we are in school. School has started. I am past all my work weeks. I am with kids now. And 
I, I do a lot of after-school clubs. In fact, that's how I subsidize my income a lot is I do after-school clubs that, you know, kids have to pay to be part of and the parents, you know, pay to do it. And it's kind of a big deal. I charge a, high, a fairly high amount per month for these kids to be it. And I go to some fairly wealthy schools that I work with and they do it. However, I've had to deal with parents not reading emails, but they're responding to emails like, I'll send an email like, hey, I'm so glad you signed up for this club. We'll start after Labor Day. I'll send you more updates as it gets close. And I got one today like, hey, I, I got an email. And so I assume my son was registered, but he didn't go to after school club today. I'm like, because it doesn't start till Labor Day. You know, the email you're responding to, replying to me right now, that's titled Club Starts After Labor Day, that you didn't fucking read and you're asking why the kid wasn't there? Gah! But... You know, it's going to be a good year. I believe it's going to be a good year. Most of my classes have been so far so good. I haven't had any crazy admin shenanigans. I mean, there's always time for things to go off the rails because, I mean, we all know from experience the kids usually take at least a week to start showing their true colors. My heart always goes out to those kids who start off wild the first day of school and their teachers. But usually for me, it takes a week or two for kids to get comfortable enough to really just, you know, start fucking shit up. But I believe I can handle it. I, I believe I'm going to have a good year. I, I've got, I'm manifesting a good year to take words from all, all those people. I'm going to manifest a good year. I'm going to make great things happen. And I've got great things happening. I'm excited. But I want to know about you guys. Um, Mama Chicken, I'm going to start with you. I know you said that you are, you know, in the back-to-school zone, but you're not with kids yet. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? What's going on with you? Well, tomorrow's the first, like, teacher work day. So we have four. I mean, I guess one of those days will be, like, an all-day professional development, which I don't know what that will entail yet. But um, anyway, I'm at a new school, and so I'm going to be the new girl (laughs) in the room. And um, that's kind of scary, but kind of exciting at the same time. Um, I've met my other subject uh, subject colleagues, subject grade level colleagues, I guess, and um, and they seem really sweet. Um, I like the principal, so I mean, I'm just I'm kind of nervous, but kind of excited. So yeah, kids start Monday, and um, unlike. I don't know. I don't know what seventh graders are like. Sixth graders, the honeymoon usually lasts about October, and then they start showing their true colors. I don't know what to expect from seventh graders. So we'll see. Mm. Well, I think Buddy O'Hare could probably give a little insight in that. Buddy, what's <laughs> what's going on with you? And then what can you tell Mama Chicken about seventh graders? What What do you drink, Mama? It, it's beer. <laughs> it's beer. Um, get get I you like some beer, girl. Beer. I like craft beer. <laughs> Because we got lots of good craft beer, but like I can only take one or two and then they get too rich. So then I have to switch over to Corona Lights with the lime. But Bunny, what's going on with you? How's your how's your start going? As we are recording right now, uh, today was my first day back with students and it mostly went pretty well. Um, I've got one class that... I have one student in there that because of a schedule glitch I had for part of the year last year, he's back. Do you have the power to say, hey, this kid already took this class, send him somewhere else, or no? Nope. Nope. So um, I get the feeling I'm going to be well acquainted with his mom. Other than that, it mostly went pretty well. I, I, I feel like I have a couple of really sweet groups. Sixth graders are 
are cute right now still seventh graders you know you know they they, they think they know the things it's just going to take some adjusting but it'll be fine it'll be good I had a new dress that I wore today, so I was kind of feeling it, and it's it's nice when you get to wear, like, what you want on the first day, because in many, many years past, my campus admin has told us every everybody is wearing this shirt on this day, and it just feels so, like, I get that you're wanting to show a united front, but I... I don't know. I feel like the kids would probably get us mixed up a whole lot easier if we're all wearing the same shirt on the same day. The very first day that they lay eyes on us. So, yeah. Anyway, that's me. That's not horrible. I'm glad things are going well. I'm glad you got to wear a nice dress day. There's something nice about, you know, the new school clothes and wearing, like, the fresh clothes the first day of school. I always liked that as a kid. And I don't do that now because, you know, I'm cheap and I'm lazy and I wear the same clothes all the time. In fact, if you see me, I'm probably wearing the same thing. I was like, clean undergarments. But, you know, topical shirt. Yeah. Anyway. Count, what about you? You've been back for a few days. What's going on with you? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I've been back on campus. This is week four. Yeah, it's it's almost been a month. Students have been back as of uh, today. This was their fourth day. And they're all right. The parents, <laughs> the parents, they're in rare form right now. Already? It just started. Already. Like, there's just no pleasing some of them. There's already been guilt gifts uh, rendered. There's already been scathing emails. Like, one lady wrote an email, she used so much profanity, it got filtered to, like, my junk box. And I got an email saying that this message has been, like, blocked (laughs) due to profanity. And the crazy <laughs> part is, it wasn't even supposed to go to me. I'm not even her child's counselor. And she just, like, lit into, you know, my counterpart or my coworker. Like, who does this? Whatever else. And I was like, and, and, and you know, the student gives one side of the story. The parent gives another. Uh, apparently, they don't talk together. Um, and the parent just comes for blood. You know, they, they carbon copy or principal or like the superintendent, like this hasn't been taken care of. And it's like, they're on a war path right now. And it is the, it's the funniest thing in the world. It's, it's making for great, uh, great material on my uh, Facebook page and it's making for great stories. I'm glad you can laugh about it instead of like pulling your hair out about it. Well, I have no hair to pull out, (laughs) but believe me, like, like my coworkers have already seen me like just storm out of my office after someone leaves and be like, I'll be back in five minutes <laughs> and I'll just like go for a walk outside. Like it'll be a 101 degrees and I'll be like, I'm going outside. Like who, he must really be mad. Oh, <laughs> no boy. <laughs> what what was mad, it? But... I, I read about online recently where they called them uh, lawnmower parents instead of helicopter parents. Like they just want to mow down whatever's in their way. Yeah. I've heard that with bulldozer parents. They just like knock it all down. <laughs> yeah. and they yell they and just yell. plow over whatever. And I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's crazy. It, like I've got, I shouldn't have stories already and I shouldn't have guilt gifts already. Yeah. But, but it, I think some of my parents are unmedicated. And you know me, I'm a big fan of taking your meds. And I don't think some of mine are. What's the what's the population size of your school? Uh, like, we've got about 2,500 students. All right, so it's a pretty big school. So there's going to be some nuts in there. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't, 
I saw a great hierarchy. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. It was that admin is scared of the central admin. Central admin is scared of parents. Parents are scared of the kids, and the kids aren't scared of nobody. And that's the reason the school is right now. But the parents are so scared that the kids will come up and say, oh, man, poor little Johnny said that you wouldn't let him write his name on his paper. And parents or a teacher will say, no, we let him do that. And the parents like, no, no, he said this. And we, my God, my sweet little Johnny wouldn't lie. So I'm to go to your boss. And then of course, boss, sees a parent and oh, nope, must appease the parent. I love admin that's willing to put their foot down with a crazy parent. I've seen good admin. I know they're out there. Just God forbid, there's just not enough of them. Woo. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I was diving into that a little bit further. And a lot of them seem to think that that comes from the No Child Left Behind Act, where we weren't allowed to fail kids anymore. And so kids got a little more brave. And then after Corona and Corona school, that kids weren't able to fail anymore. So they could do whatever they wanted. And then parents learned that if they just threw enough trauma and like, oh, we have it so rough and my kid's doing all of this and that that Mr. Count Chocolate is so horrible, we'll just, they'll get out of their way. It's like Mama Chicken said, they're the lawnmower parents, the bulldozer parents. And phew. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely horrible until they come to the realization that, oh, I'm going to need him. And that's <laughs> when the guilt gifts come. And, yeah. and, and like, I, I don't hold it against the student. Because most students know what their parents are like. Yeah. But, uh, one of them kind of had that realization just the other, like less than 24 hours later. Um, and there's never an apology. There's always a thank you with some kind of crumble cookie or <laughs> uh, what are those gold wrap chocolate things? Roger? The, oh, the, uh, the Felicia Rochads. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, that was funny. But yeah, like the Farrah Roger or something. Yeah. Like I, I don't know what it is, the chocolates. Or someone will send Tiff's treats. Uh, <laughs> like there was a parent who was so rude to the entire office that on day two, we came to school and there were seven dozen chocolate chip and peanut butter cookies from, from Tiff's treats. Oh, saying, wow. Uh, Thank you for your help. Have a great school year. Which is not the same as I'm sorry for being a hose beast. Yeah. I'm sorry for not having any kind of carry, like carry myself with any kind of decorum. It's bad. It, it was, it was bad. Like I haven't seen a parent that rude in a while, but. Well, at least they had the self-awareness to send a gift. Even if it wasn't a verbal apology, at least it's something. I was thinking today about how sometimes I like to jack with kids. I like to mess with their heads because honestly, it brings me joy. It's easy. And one of the things is I don't tell my students my last name ever. I I don't really have a reason for it. Originally, it's because my last name was hard to pronounce and most of my English was not their first language. And so I just abbreviated it to an initial. And so that was, that's been my teaching name for the last 19 years or so, however long I've been teaching. And now kids are like, well, what's your last name? And so I'll just start making up shit like Rumpelstiltskin, Slarty Bartfast, or just whatever I want and just pulling <laughs> random shit. And then I was thinking about other ways I've messed with kids throughout the years. And it's not just lying to them because I love telling stupid white lies to kids. Like, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, man, I, w- I was uh, hang gliding off the Statue of Liberty. It was great. What? 
No, really, really. Go look on YouTube. You can find it. Well, what's your last name? Oh, never mind. It's private, you know. But my favorite thing I've ever done to jack with kids, I did it a couple times, is when I worked in a public school and I had my big room and the kids would sit on the mat on the floor and I uh, super glued nickels and dimes and quarters to the back of the room onto the floor. And so kids would sit there and try and try to get it off. And that just brought me so much fucking joy. It made me so happy to see their little fingers trying to get the penny off the floor, the nickel or the dime, until the cleaning crew managed to pull them off. But, woo. There's one on Reddit where the teacher always keeps his lanyard or his ID upside down on his lanyard. So if a kid says anything, he just looks down and points. He goes, no, it's right side up, and then drops it back. Because whenever he lifts it, it's right side up. But I'm curious about you guys. Have you guys ever jacked with kids? Do you ever tell white lies to kids? Do you ever pull pranks on them? I got my kids really good this April Fool's Day. What'd you do? So we had a vocabulary quiz. When they were done, I told them, I want you to take a brief reading survey. It's, you know, I posted online. So it was like a Google form. And they open it and it says, you know, enter your name and then ask a question. And then the next screen is, I rickrolled them. It was Rick Astley. So like I'd watch the kids. You rickrolled your kids? I did. One by one, they would look at me and go, this chicken. And then they all started laughing. That's beautiful. I'm glad rickrolling became a thing. My favorite was about 12 years ago, I paid the extra $2 a month. So that when you called, because you used to be able to get a song instead of a ringtone if people called you for a little while, like in the, it wasn't odds, probably around 2010, 2011. And so mine was when you called, instead of like it dialing and ringing, you would hear Rick Astley singing, never going to give you up until I answered the phone, if I answered the phone. And that brought me joy. It really did. It was one of the best, like $2 a month I spent for about six months. But Bunny, you've got to have a couple good ones. Bunny, tell us your stories. I also have been guilty of rickrolling the children um, during remote learning. Um, One of the steps on their thing one day was, you know, when they opened up Canvas and were looking on their thing, it was urgent. Before you go any further, please read this. And it was a link and it was Rick Roll. And I knew automatically which ones had read it and which ones didn't because they came into class the next day going, miss, (laughs) miss. And then I had a kid turn around and uh, do it to me instead of submitting his assignment, sent me a Rick Roll. And I was like, well played, child, well played. (laughs) I couldn't even be mad about it. But the, the best, like, long running prank, white lie, whatever that I've played on a student is um, at a previous school, there was another teacher there who I don't think we looked alike, but the kids were convinced that, we'll call her Miss Molly. Um, Miss, are you and Miss Molly sisters? And they asked us that so many times that we started saying, yeah, yeah, that's my sister. And then they started trying to catch us in the lie, so we had to like coordinate our lies. <laughs> be like, so how come you guys have different last names? Oh, well, because she got married. That's, that's, of course, we don't have the last name anymore. Well, so how are you related to her? Well, you know, really, it's half siblings because, you know, and like we had we had this a group of kids going for like two, three years that we were related, that we were half siblings because they were just convinced that we looked exactly alike. I like that a lot. What about you, Count Shirley? 
surely you've jacked with kids. I can't imagine you not jacking with kids. You probably like messed with kids' heads at least five times today. I'm not a compulsive liar, but I can, <laughs> I can, I can tell a good tall tale and stretch it out for a while. I ain't full of shit um, like you guys, but I got you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think my first, my first year teaching in our present state, I wear multiple rings on my fingers, and I used to tell students... Uh, just because I had multiple wives and on my board, <laughs> I like a two foot by three foot, like cork board of pictures of former students, family members, whatever. And I was like, yeah, like my wives are up and they'd be like, which one's your wife? And I was like, I ah, just guess. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. And you know, they would look at it and they'd try to pick out someone. And there was clearly a picture from like my wedding up there. And they'd be like, Oh, that's gotta be it there. And I was like, Oh, that's one of my wives. And I was like, is that your first wife? I was like, actually, no, that was my fourth. They were like fourth. And yeah, I don't know. I was in my, yeah, I guess I was in late 20s. And so they were like fourth. And I was like, yeah, you know, uh, like uh, kind of have my own religion. I can kind of switch whenever I want to. And multiple wives. <laughs> and, like, nice. <laughs> so you can carry this forever. And, and they were just like, when do we get to meet? When do we get to meet your wife? And I was like, well, which one? I was like, you might have already met one because I'm married to like, you know, a teacher here. They're like, at this school? And I was like, yeah, at this school. They were like, which one? And I was like, uh, well, probably the one that has the same last name as me. And there was no Mrs. Chocolate <laughs> at the school, but they just kept searching. And so, you, like, every other week, I get a teacher that comes in my room like, hey, man, what do you, what do you tell these kids when they're running around looking for someone that's married to you? And I was like, yeah, just pick out someone. They don't know. And so we had a good time with that one. I used to tell, so one of my best friends when I taught public school, my work wife, uh, was a woman who was slightly older than me. Actually, she was, uh, she was probably a couple decades older than me and because she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm going to say that. And she was also uh, very, um, very gay for her partner and not interested in men at all. All. No interest in me whatsoever. But when I was in class, or I'd go and cut into a room when I had an off period and she was still with kids, and I would tell the kids, I'm like, hey, they're like, what are you doing in here? I'm like, I'm trying to get her to go on a date with me, but she just doesn't like me. And that's amazing. And they're like, oh, he's so nice. Why don't you? And she's like, no, he's just not my, he's too young for me. I'm like, nope, she just doesn't like me. And yeah, it's more that she just didn't like, you know, men at all. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. I don't like men either. So I support her and her choices. I had a situation where I had a student who grabbed my ID badge and I had my um, copy number, which is six digits on the back. And he looked at it, and he was like, huh, number, 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 number. What's that? I was like, it's my phone number. He's like, it is? He's like, yeah. He's like, so I can call it and, like, talk to you? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, okay. So he starts writing them down. He was like, wait, that's only six digits. And I was like, oh, you'll have to guess the last one. I'm, I made it a secret. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And, like, he was, like, going with this for a while. <laughs> Finally, he looked at me. He's like, that's not your phone number, is it? I was like, no, it's not. But you can try it. <laughs> I work with young kids, and so I'll say something inappropriate that's just so over their heads. And, like, I'll work with pre-K kids sometimes, 
And one of my favorite things at the end of the class, I'm doing a review and write up and I'm a review and wrap up of everything. Like, so what did we do today? And we'll name like our three activities or whatever it was. Okay. So when your mother or father or parole officer comes and picks you up at the end of the day, tell them I had a great time in Mr. Elvis's class. And whoever the assistants always laugh and the kids, it just zoop goes over there. Like, what do you mean parole officer? Why would a parole officer pick me up? Because you guys scared. <laughs> Try, try middle schoolers. They, they don't think you're hilarious. No, I, I will never go back to middle school. Ever, 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 ever. Because not only did I do middle school, I did it like fresh out of the gate as part of my student teaching when I was the youngest and least experienced and had no clue what to do. And yeah, I got my ass handed to me. And so I, I tucked my tail between my legs and got a job at elementary school, and I've never looked back. Like, I like high schoolers. I work with high schoolers. And I do work with middle schoolers now, but it's more like it's a treat when I go, so they're all really excited to see me. It's not like I'm just, like, part of their daily grind. I, I, I can't go back. I can't. See, I, I, I have this certain pride in my toughness that, like, I haven't given up yet. Someone was talking about school openings and how come there's all these openings in middle school, but no openings in high school, like in the areas they were looking for a job. Like, isn't there a teacher shortage? It's like, yeah, it's because middle schoolers are jerks. And when kids are off the rails, like the last two weeks or last two years, middle schoolers were extra. And so the teachers who could leave and go to high school or elementary did. And the ones who stayed, they're proud of it. Because middle school teachers will be the first to tell you how tough middle schoolers are and how they don't think things are funny and how manic and crazy they are. But, yeah, but they do it. Like, so Mama and Bunny, I, I salute you. I, I truly do. I could never be you again. I have no urge. Like, when my son was in middle school, that was probably some of the toughest times we've had. So, gee. So, middle school teachers, I salute you. I don't want to be you. I love those little weirdos. I don't know why, but, like, I love them. Yeah. Well, I'm glad somebody does. I, I remember being told <laughs> that. Uh, I, I, I remember aggravating a, ki uh, a woman. She was an adult figure. I don't remember what her position was. It was me and some of my middle school asshole friends, and we were just kind of being obnoxious somewhere. And she's like, you know, Mr. Elvis, you know, I was, you know, 13 or 14. She's like, Jesus loves you. I was like, really? That's great. She goes, yeah, I'm glad somebody does. I was like, oh, ouch. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, guys, guess what? what? What's up? We have a Patreon. Yeah. Yes. That's right. We have a Patreon. For as little as $5, $10 a month, you can join our Patreon. You get access to all kinds of unreleased content, bonus episodes, lost episodes, interviews with the host. And you can join our awesome, amazing Facebook group where there's a whole community that shares lots of cool stuff and get to meet all these other teachers who are like-minded and appreciate Teacher Needs to Drink a podcast just like a you. So come sign up for our Teacher Needs to Drink podcast and do it now. Woohoo! You should do it. Woo! Would you rather have all crimes against you be considered legal and everyone in the world know it, or open your laptop in a meeting only to discover that porn is playing at full volume? So once again, all crimes against you personally are now legal and everyone knows it, or... 
Open your laptop in a meeting, only discover that porn is playing at full volume. Hmm. The laptop thing is like a one-time deal, and like the crimes against you is sounds like it's a continual thing. Yeah, it sounds like one kind of shitty, embarrassing, possibly job-losing incident, or like your life is in ruins. So. I, I think I gotta go with the porn, as usual. I, uh, I, in this instance, I'm also gonna go with the porn. <laughs> Good for you, Count. Oh, 100%. You could open that thing up to, like, Janet Jack me or whatever it is. Yeah, that's definitely going down. <laughs> so, from here, Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, we're all going with porn. Ta-da-da-da! Porn! Yeah, it's what's for dinner. Okay, I, I, okay, in 2020, like right when everybody's still kind of new to doing the online learning thing, um, I was trying to find like new, exciting, innovative, you know, things to do. And so I interviewed somebody that I know who like works in the field that I teach. And uh, I interviewed this person and they were very lovely and helpful and doing this interview for me. And at one point they shared their screen to show me, you know, to show the kids and and me something that they had created. And you could see in the search bar that they had been. Yeah, that's Kitty O'Hare. Sorry about that. Um, You could see in the search bar where this person had been searching for erectile dysfunction stuff. And I was just like, oh, and I didn't notice it until I went back to like edit it later. And so I had to like find, I just kind of had to like skip that section. Oh, and I never had the guts to tell the person. That's so much better than looking at porn popping up, having like penis pills pop up. Oh man. gang well thanks for joining us for another episode of teacher needs a drink podcast i thoroughly enjoyed talking with all my hosts today i I hope we're all off to a good start for the year i'd like to thank everyone who was here with me mama chicken thank you for being with me today i appreciate it hey thank you and a big shout out to mr count chocolate i'm glad you were here appreciate it we're all counting our chocolate blessings glad to be here yeah we are and last but not least miss bunny o'hare thank you for having me back it was a pleasure as always It was. I was so glad I got to chat with you guys today. All right, folks. Well, make sure you're out there. You're taking care of yourselves. I know not everyone's having a great back to school and it can be pretty stressful. So please take care of yourself and your mental health while you're out there. Remember, therapy and counseling is usually covered by school district, you know, healthcare and like insurance. So sign up for that if you need to. There's all kinds of apps. You can do it just at home. I highly recommend everyone doing some form of therapy. But now everyone out there, make sure you're taking care of yourselves and deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woohoo. All right, my friends, thank you for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. If you have something you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, hit us up to the contact page of our website at teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. We have new episodes coming out every Wednesday, and if you want to hear more, hit us up on the Patreon. That's right, go to Patreon and look up Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, and you can be one of our patrons for as little as $5, $10 a month. You get to hear your name at the beginning, and you get access to all the lost episodes, bonus episodes, exclusive episodes, 
episodes, interviews with the host, our Facebook group. There is so much more. So please sign up for that. Also, if you get a chance, go look up Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or know one in your building, hit up Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Oh, not Teacher Needs Your Podcast. Hit up Lud Lamb Dramatics and get all the things for your classroom. Okay, I'm done. Peace out. Love you guys. Keep. It took us it took us hours, 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 h